This is Olga Kirschenbaum with nine minutes of Creative Wisdom Podcast, where creatives share their wisdom. It is six questions in nine minutes because creatives have a short attention span. So let's get to it. In a few sentences, tell me who you are and what you do. First of all, thank you for having me, Olga. I really appreciate being here. Um, I would say that um, I'm wearing a word on my shirt called catalyst. So I describe myself as a catalyst who uses motivational speaking as my primary platform to drive home my message that what you do is not who you are, but who you are should drive what you do. And I help people discover their personal brand in just one word. That is beautiful. So what is your favorite part about being a creative leader? Well, I'm a catalyst. So like I, that, that's my brand. And so when people buy me, they buy the ability to disrupt the way you think. And so a lot of people answer the question, tell me about yourself. The first thing they say is what they do because they feel like what they do is their identity. And so the best part about being creative is I get to disrupt the way you think so that you share who you are, not what you do. And who you are, I'm a catalyst, should drive what you do. And what I do is I use speaking as my platform to drive being a catalyst. Mm, Powerful. It's funny, when I started this journey, I was um, realizing that my identity was so tied into being an accountant. I was like, I'm more than an accountant. And then I realized how that label alone was putting so much uh, restriction on my life. I stopped thinking that I was creative. I was in a choir. I took piano lessons. I did a lot of art when I was a kid. And then I became an accountant and I felt like that, that was it for that part of my life. Olga, I was an accountant too after college. How funny is that? That's so funny that you and I were both accountants, but I had the same thing. I thought that was it. That's who I am. That's my identity. And for years I did that until I woke up as a brand marketer because I'm a brand marketer from corporate America who started my own venture. Mm. What you do is not who you are. We are not our products. We are not our titles. We are the core value we give to the world and we use our channels and products to drive who we are. So I agree with you. I love that. So I speak to a lot of creatives who avoid the money side of business. They'll pretty much do anything to avoid it. Tell me your thoughts, especially with your accounting background. Well, I quit my career on the spot two years ago. I was getting a poor performance review and decided I had enough and I wanted to impact lives. And so Mm money is really important to me in the sense that I believe that when you engage with somebody first and sell second, you're going to sell a hell of a lot more. And all the winning brands out there give value first, and then people buy that value. So I feel like when you are engaging with people and then sell, you're going to sell a hell of a lot more. I also believe from a money perspective, you have to invest in yourself. I started my own business and I Everybody said, you got to invest. And I'm like, I don't really have it. Well, you know what? I did have it, but I was afraid to do it. And so putting that investment out to start my entrepreneurial venture was a really smart move because you can't, in order to show people who you are and what you're about and what your brand is about, you have to invest in building that. So I always say to people, invest in your future self smartly 
Mm. And then the third thing I would say is my kids just asked me this the other day. I have two college kids that are home and they're like, what are we going to do now with the virus? And mom's practice, she's an OBGYN, is you know, somewhat closed except for deliveries. And I said the third thing, which is so important for your listeners, have an emergency fund. Yep. I quit my career on the spot, but I had been planning that this was going to happen. I have an emergency fund. I work 25 years. My kids, we save for college. And I shared with my kids, this is why when you're in these pandemic moments that nobody ever expected, that we have a fund that we are allowed to now use for the rainy day. And so I always say to people, I'm a, I mean, I'm not, a, I'm not a finance person, but money does manage almost everything you do. But if you're smart about planning and be planful about it, I think that it eases the fear that you can't go out and do something on your own or you can't go for that big idea that you want to do. So I'm very aware of money, but I don't let it drive me. I don't let it make you know my decisions for me. Absolutely. I, I see the patterns that, well, for me, especially in my business, if I start focusing too much on the money, the business actually begins to pull away because, I mean, I love making money when I do. But it's also not the reason why I'm in business. I'm in business because I really love empowering people with getting comfortable with money. And when I start focusing on just the numbers, it begins to pull away. And I think when creatives especially start to have that friendlier relationship with money, it's so much easier to start thinking about putting together something like an emergency fund. But it's funny you say that because when I invested in my motivational speaking um, class and program, one of the things that, that I was worried about was like, oh my God, it's a lot of money. But they, what they said, and they were right, I already made it back. So yeah. like, if you want to go do something, you have to invest in your future self. And if you're smart and have the courage to believe that you can go out and actually do what you're going to be trained to do, you make it back. I made it back. It took a while, but but I have that wisdom now and I have the ability to know how to speak about my message. And so I always say invest in your future self because you don't know where we're going to be 10 years from now. You got to put some money in the game, no skin, no game. Love that. So who are the creatives that you admire or have inspired you on your journey? I love that question, Olga. Thank you for asking me that. Um, I would say a couple, and they may surprise you, actually. I'd say the first one that came to mind when you asked me that question is Brene Brown. Mm. I don't know if you're familiar with Brene Brown. She has really taught me the power, from a creative perspective, she taught me the power of vulnerability. She taught me as a brand, I'm a brand marketer who storytells, and I didn't realize that when people connect with you when you share your story, Mm. the credibility, we're not perfect. Nobody wants perfection. They want authenticity. And she really taught me how to leverage my story in a way, even on stage, to get people to understand what my true message is about. I want, I want people to discover their core value in one word. Well, I know my one word. Yeah. So when I share, so that I would say Brene is number one. The second one, which I think will surprise you, but maybe not, is Taylor Swift. I'm a huge Swifty <laughs> because I love her stories. Mm. Everything is rooted in storytelling. And when you listen to her music, you hear the story about her. And I think she's so clever in connecting with people. You don't have to like her. You don't have to like the story, but there is a story to every song. And we engage subliminally 
with stories. That's why you love brands that you that you're attached to because you love the story behind it. And I would say the last one who is my like number one is Sarah Blakely, the CEO of Spanx. And the reason that I love her is because creatively she had zero experience in building her empire. And one day she cut out the legs of her pantyhose and had that light bulb moment. And her story is incredible about how she had no experience in business, but she had the confidence and the know-how to figure it out. And so I look for people to be inspired by people that have come from some sort of challenge, overcame it, and then, you know, look what they're doing for the world. They're giving back or they're helping the world in a way, which is what I want to do and impact people. I love that. Those are a little bit surprising, but also, also <laughs> awesome. Thank you. Can I, can I add one more who I love, love, love? Yeah, go Dolly, for it. Dolly Parton is one of uh, my faves. Favorite. I mean, she's so beloved. Everybody loves her. My daughter goes to Vanderbilt University. She just donated a million dollars to the hospital. Like, her songs are great. She's just so connecting. Mm. She, I just, I, I love country music. I'm a fanatic. And I just look at her and I'm like, and how versatile is she? Sings, yeah. acts, just the, the way she dresses. Like, she knows who she is. She's sassy. She's, you know, witty. I can't say enough about just the person that she is. I, I, I look at her and I'm like, so many people underestimated her when she started out. Yep, you know, everybody absolutely. was like, her chest, her chest. You know, she was so caught. People wanted her to be like a sex symbol. And she's like, I'm bigger than that, ladies yep. and gentlemen. But she used it smartly. And I love when somebody, you know, um, believes that success is the best revenge. Like I'm going to show you. Yeah. And she's just nine to five. My, one of my favorite songs. I got to say, she's my kind of lady. <laughs> right. Oh my God. Sassy. Love, love her. It. That's her one word in my opinion. She's very sassy. So. Love it. So what is the one piece of wisdom or advice that other creatives should know? Yeah, that's that's a great one as well. I, I have a couple, but I'm going to share the one that I think is most important for your listeners. And that is when you build a brand, we're all brands. We all have phones. We all put out there. We we are you are your you are what people say about you when you're not in the room. That's yeah. your brand. So what I, my message is: be the guide, never the hero of your story. Brands are built to give away their core value in exchange for money or in exchange for a college acceptance, a job title, a leadership position. So when people always say to me, well, it, you know, I don't want to go out there and like, it's not all about me and I don't want to do selfies and building my brand. That is not what branding is about. It's about being the guide. People buy brands because they need help. They need a solution. They have a problem. If you know your solution, which is your core value, and you guide it into the hero's hands, the customer, they're going to want you more. And that's the engage first, sell second be the guide, help others win, they buy you, and in return, they win and they want more of you. So I always say, be the guide, never the hero of your story. Help others win. That's what brands are about. Love that. So now, the most important question of the podcast, <gasps> Kakaya Vasha Lubima Musica, or in English, what's your favorite music? I think I gave it away already, like a couple of minutes ago. Yeah. Um, I'm a... <laughs> I'm a huge country music fan, huge. Like when my daughter got accepted to Vanderbilt 
in Nashville, she literally looked at me and she said, you are not showing up unexpectedly. Let me just be clear. Because <laughs> I can work anywhere. I, I was like, oh my, what do you mean I'm not? And truth be told, I, my wife took me to Nashville for my 50th. It was a surprise. Mm. I had always wanted to go blown away by Music City. I thought it was just about country only. It's about all types of music. But I love country music for one reason only, the stories. Mm. I'm a storyteller. I'm a brand guy. Brand, brands are rooted in stories. And so when you think of like the Dollies and the Kenny yeah. Rogers, I mean, I love Carrie Underwood. I love Darius Rucker, Maren Morris. They all have a story. And you're so engaged with them. And I, I mean, I should have been born in Nashville. That's I tell my daughter all the time, you can marry anyone as long as they sing. <laughs> I love that. Right? It's just, it's in my blood. And I, I love the storytelling of it. Yeah. That's what I think is so brilliant about country music. And the, I'm an Idol fan. And if you see all the winners, a lot of them come from the country genre because yeah. people connect during the show with their story and the music that they write about. So um, I'm a huge country music fan. Love that. Well, thank you, Rich, for being on. What's the best way for the listeners to connect with you? Oh, well, first of all, thank you for having me. I'm really grateful. Um, two ways. One is you can, they can go to my website, therichkeller.com, and you can learn all about the one word. And then LinkedIn, just type in Rich Keller Catalyst, and I will come up. And I want to say thank you for having me, and it was really awesome. It was a pleasure. This is Olga Kirschenbaum with nine minutes of creative wisdom podcast where creatives share their wisdom. Make sure you check out my blog at ragsrichesconsulting.com to get money insights you haven't heard before.